Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, 20s and Abroad. This is Gerda, I'll be your host and uh, for today. And the person we are going to interview today is Bailey Flint. Am I correct? Hello, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, and he's from Melbourne, Australia. And so, hey Bailey, thank you so much for uh, being here today. And I have to say that you are a very, very first one from Australia to be- Love it, love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell us, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, great. Thank you. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so, um, so you're currently in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. I think I'm misspelling it. Now, yeah, yeah. Currently in Toledo, Ohio, um, from <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. I have a bit of an interesting sort of background as to how I got here um, because I went to boarding school for one year in Utah. So I had um, a little bit of experience in America before coming uh, to university. Um, but I mean, Utah compared to the Midwest, even compared to just out in LA is, is very different. And I, I think that's, that's a very interesting part of America in itself is how different life can be, um, whether or not you're on the West Coast, the East Coast, if you're down South, if, if you're in the Midwest, it, your life is going to be completely different to someone else's. Um, totally agree. Agree. You know, that's why. Agree. That's like I was saying to you before. Like that's why I love something like this because it can help give somebody a bit of a perspective on, you know, where they're going, uh, where they might be be looking to to head over to, or they might have a couple of options. Be it mm -hmm. if they're a student athlete and might help them sway their decision one way or another by it, listening it, to your podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's very sweet. I just have a question. Was it like easy for you to get into America, an American university, and how did you? How was your experience with like all the tests, TOEFLs, SATs and everything else that you maybe yeah. experienced? So I had, a, I had a reasonably, again, another interesting sort of, uh, I, I was technically a transfer student. So I went to university in Australia uh, for one year and I was able to complete my transfer. Like I was able to um, take all of uh, the, the credits that I had in Australia and transfer them over, um, which means when I came into the university here, I was... I was a freshman on the football field, but I was technically like a sophomore in the classroom. So I had a, I had a few credits kind of starting out for me, um, which was awesome, you know, made it yeah. very easy for me because I didn't have to do as many of the, the prerequisite classes. Um, yep. I kind of had them out. So I was able to kind of specialize pretty quick, um, which I was super happy about. Um, so I was able to kind of get into my theater. I, did, I graduated with a degree in um, film and theater performance. Yeah, I think I talked to you a little bit about that. Yeah. But that yeah. you're currently doing masters, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm currently doing my masters in uh, masters in liberal studies with a focus in film and theater performance, and then I have my undergraduate degree in uh, film and theater performance. I've got my bachelor's in film and theater and in media communication uh, with a focus in broadcasting. Wow, yeah. so many so, things at once. That's amazing. Yeah, just having a crack, just going for everything. Yeah. So, how many Vegemites did you bring with you when you came the first time? No, to I, I was really <laughs> unprepared when I first came over, and I just oh, brought like a really small jar, and I went through it so quick that I had to call up back home, and I was like, "I need a care package now." How, what did your teammates <laughs> say? Did you like ever try? To I save them I some? did a um I did two things. So, I was I was smart about my approach because uh, do you know what Tim Tams are? Yes, I love them so much. You did them in the middle. So, yep. <laughs> So I, I came in with Tim Tams first so I could butter them up. So they thought that everything I give them was going to be tasty. Yep. And then uh, a, a couple of weeks after I did the Tim Tams, I brought the Vegemite in and I got a couple of guys. I didn't tell them. I just took a spoonful and I said, hey, have a go. It's just oh, like Nutella. No. So they said, oh, and it was like game over for them. They spat it out. Oh, they hated it. 
but okay i mean they must hate you about that <laughs> oh abs- absolutely but i loved it i thought it was funny so of course of course so how long have you been in america currently yeah so currently um uh at the university of toledo this is this will be going on to my fifth year here oh okay so you so, used that eligibility due to COVID. Correct. Yeah, so I got an extra year of eligibility because of COVID, mm-hmm. which uh, worked out really well. And then my visa will mm-hmm. be, my F1 will be up uh, in the spring. So I've got the spring semester as well. Um, I have one more credit that I have to complete next semester. So, uh, you know, with the F1 visas, you have to be a full-time student at all times. Yeah. Unless it is the last credit that you need to graduate, then they'll give you that kind of one mm-hmm. one extra semester, which is something really smart to take advantage of. Because if I was... If I was graduating this semester, I'd be done in December and they would just take mm-hmm. it away from me. But I need that one more credit. So um, fortunately, it worked out in my favor. I literally had the same situation, but I had to yeah. graduate in March. But our season wasn't over still. So I technically had to do something, you know, in order to... Had to find something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, did you do, did you do the uh, OPT at all? No, I did not. I applied to multiple jobs. I got uh, offers. Uh, the only problem was that from financial perspective, it's like so many things at once. It's like deposits and you have to move on the other side of, to the other side of the country. And yeah. just like so many things at once. And COVID was in the middle of it. And I graduated this year in June. So congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I decided to come back, but I truly miss it so much. I miss it every second of it. So enjoy yeah. while you can. It's an amazing Absolutely. experience. So yeah, um, question. Um, I saw you were in Moscow, Russia. Yes. That's pretty impressive. So would you yeah. like to tell us a little bit about that? So uh, because my undergraduate degree was in theater performance, mm-hmm. um, I was able to uh, get an opportunity to go and do an internship in Moscow. So it was pretty cool. I applied to do undergraduate research for the University of Toledo in Moscow, mm-hmm. as well as I picked up a, um, I was, I like applied and went to this, to the Moscow art theater school. So I was studying through the day at the school. Yeah. And then in the evening I was an understudy and I was helping out, um, at a professional theater for a professional production. That's amazing. So I would literally get up. We wouldn't start till like school. We didn't start till 10, which sounds like, Oh, it's a sleep in. Not really because we weren't going to bed until like three o'clock every morning. <laughs> um, and in Moscow, like the sun is up at like yeah. three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like one night, I remember sleep. I went out, I went out one night, like we got one Saturday. Um, one of my family friends from Australia actually flew to Moscow and met up with me, took me out for dinner and stuff. And it was one of my uncle's business partners. He's like, let's go out. Like, we'll have a good time. I was like, awesome. This will be so much fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we went out, we got dinner, and this really nice restaurant. It was like amazing. And then we just went around and we just like experienced the city. And it was the coolest thing ever. We had a guy with us um, who was from Moscow, who my uh, family friend had just met. And he was like, dude, I'll, I'll pay you just to come around and hang out with us so you can show us the places to go and, and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, absolutely. Like, I'll do that. That's- like, this is perfect. So did so, you have like some sort of a culture shock when you first saw like? Oh uh, my gosh. Like we went into, <laughs> we went into like four or five different bars and like, um, like nightclubs and stuff like that. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just check them out. We went into like a karaoke bar and it was crazy. Yeah. Like there's these people that don't even really speak really good English and they're singing karaoke to like this guy, this one guy was singing like Travis Scott. Oh Bruce my Punk. God. 
oh, you know, with his God. really thick, uh, you know, accent. Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. And, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, you know. Did you learn any like new words there? Like, do you speak yeah, Russian? Like, so, yeah. So <laughs> I, um, I picked up Duolingo before I went over there just so I could kind of try and get, try and get a jump on some of things. And I just tried to greet everybody as best I could. And, and, and anytime that I could use the language, I did. Um, and then I stuck with it. So like I kept doing do like I still do Duolingo every night. I was like, I looking at my, my streak is like almost at 700 days. Like, and, and now like I can have a basic conversation in Russian, you know, so I can introduce myself and I can ask where things are and I can ask for food. I can order food. I can, you know, all these different little things. I can even, I think one of the best stories is I was on the, uh, on like the subway going somewhere and someone was like asking me a question and I was like, they're definitely asking me where something is, but I have no idea what he's saying. So I'm like, uh, I don't speak Russian. Right. But I guess he must thought that I did had a pretty good Russian accent when I was saying it because he looked at me like, well, you, you, do. It. <laughs> you, just, you just told me. And I was like, so confused. And I was like, uh, 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 no, 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 no. I had to like start jumbling up, you know, until he realized, oh, I was like, Americansky. <laughs> well, that's great. No, I mean, oh, I next see. time you make a way back to Russia, stop in Latvia. We're actually next to it. So. Oh, perfect. I'll come say goodnight. We speak Russian too, so good day. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so you can learn more Russian and Latvian. So perfect. yeah. Yeah, but um, definitely you would like you like would like to go back, right? And like. Yeah, I want to. I want to travel. You know, like I've when I was younger, like I always wanted to travel and that's what really pushed me to come to America initially. Um, you know, if not, I'm from a reasonably low socioeconomic area in Australia where it was like, if you went anywhere, you went to Thailand for a holiday and then you went back home and you would work. Like that was kind of the life and that's what you do. Um, but I was like, no, I wanted something different. So that's why I really pursued, you know, life over here. And that's why I'm really trying to continue to pursue my life over here. Um, you know, whilst I can work and stuff like that, I don't have any, any intentions on becoming a citizen. Um, cause I do want to live in Australia, mm-hmm. but I'd love to get a green card and work here for a few years as, 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 you know, like anyone would, but, um, you know, just, just to kind of see how it all goes. I want to travel. I want to see the world, you know, so, so that's kind of my next thing. I want to, I was actually thinking about doing like a, uh, one of my friends gave him the idea, but like a, a 30 before 30. So you, you write a list of 30 things you want to do before you turn 30. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I might, I might do that. You know, I got five, I'm 25. So I got five years to get a lot of these things done, but it might just make me a little bit more proactive to get some of these things done, you know, be it skydiving or, or go to certain countries and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. go visit Latvia, you know, yeah, I go mean, see these places. Trust me after this podcast, you'll have so many friends now. Just come visit us. Perfect. Honestly, <laughs> we got you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so one thing I want to ask you, do you have like any sort of highlights that you remember from traveling abroad? Maybe something funny happened to you. Maybe something like, like, like uh, a big life experience that you truly remember and just want to like yeah. share this with us. I think this was kind of crazy. When I was in Moscow, I was in the train station and I was going down the escalator. And as I got to the very bottom of the escalator, someone just started yelling at me. Okay. And I was thinking, what the heck? And I had a Toledo football shirt on, um, you know, so like they, they saw that and this guy comes running at me and he has a helmet and shoulder pads, like American football helmet and shoulder pads. And he goes, are you Bailey? I was like, yes. He knew who I was. And I was like, how do you know who I am? 
just re- the last game that I had played was in the Bahamas. We went and played in the Bahamas Bowl. And at that game, it was like broadcasted on ESPN. He had watched the game and he's like, he just kept saying Bahamas Bowl, Bahamas, Bahamas. And that's, that's all he was saying. Real. That's all he was saying in English. And, and then I was like, what the heck? And he wrote down in tra- Google Translate, he was, and it said, I watched that game and you player because I also punt. So he is the punter for their team. He's like plays linebacker as well, but he knew who I was. And he was like, what the heck? And he recognized me because he seen the shirt and then he like, it clicked for him. I was like, what the heck? Cause he'd, he'd and he'd followed me on, uh, on Instagram. Wow. Like, what a coincidence. Like, this is so crazy. You know, yeah, you're so I just thought that was like such an awesome experience in the sense of like, wow, this is like such a small world. Indeed it is. Wow. I don't know. I don't think I ever experienced anything like that, but I've been to many countries recently. It's yeah, that that's pretty impressive, I would say. But um, you mentioned like, I mean, I guess you're currently kind of uh, famous. I would say I just checked your uh, TikTok and everything, and I was like, oh, sweet, wow! I'm like interviewing a famous person, I guess. So, so we, I won't lie. So we checked your social media, and you know, you are also doing music, and you have all your yeah. like own merchandise. Maybe you want to give us a little insight about that area. So yeah, how did so, you started that. Yeah, so last year in COVID, I started making TikToks and that kind of just blew up for me and I just kept making them basically. And it's just, it's just a fun little thing I do on the mm-hmm. side. Like it's not like I don't have any agenda that I push on TikTok. I don't do anything on TikTok where I like sell things or anything like that. I literally just, if there's a trend, I'll just do it. Like yeah. I just kind of just go with the flow on it. And you know, sometimes I'll have ones that get really, really good. Sometimes I have ones that get, you know, just they only get like 20, 30,000 views and it's like, Oh, well, you know, onto the next one. But, um, it is kind of crazy though. Like people like start to like actually recognize me from TikTok. Like we were at the game last week. We had a game Oh, on Saturday. We had a game and yeah, at the game, they were like yelling at like, I follow you on TikTok. And I was like, this is actually kind of crazy now. Like that's when I realized I was like, wow, this is, you know, people are seeing me. And then I looked at it because I don't really pay much attention uh, to it. I looked at it this morning, actually, I've got like 190,000 followers on it. I was like, goodness gracious. Yeah, and, you do. Because you know, like, I like, I'm, I'm more on, um, I'm more on Instagram, but, um, I actually don't even like my Instagram account. Like I have two. So like, I don't even scroll on my like Flinley account. I have a private account that I like follow my family members and stuff. And that's what I like scroll on and look at. Cause I try and I try to like limit my social media as much as possible. So I'm not just sitting there all day, like on Instagram or anything like that. Unless I do like today, I did like a, ask me a question thing. So I've been looking at it today and I just go and I answered four or five of them and then just like turned it off. Um, but yeah, so like, that's the, the TikTok thing. I've been doing that for just over a year now. And then, um, music, I started this year in, in January, I kind of started writing music and I got kind of hooked up with this crew down in, uh, in Florida and one of my best mates, Dirk, um, Dirk Androff, he's a audio technician, producer, just wizard. Um, and he helps me so much. It's crazy. Um, and he's been basically mentoring me in this music stuff and we've been releasing music together. Um, and we have so much planned out. So I just released a song, uh, last week and I got another one coming out in a couple of weeks, which this week I should be doing the cover art for it. Um, oh. I'm very creative and I like involving other people as much as possible. Yep. I give them, I give them the sense of like, this is what I want. Now you do it. 
And it's not like me trying to take work off my plate, but it's me just trying to get the most out of someone else. Cause I could easily go around and say, this is what I want. Do this. Mm -hmm. But then like, then that's just, everything is just about me then, you know, and that's super self-centered. Whereas like I got a friend who's really into photography, Troy Simon. And I said, Troy, listen, this is the song. Have a listen. I, I showed him the song. I was like, the song is called Playboy. Figure it out. Like, like, what do you want to do? You know, yeah. he sent me two, he sent me two ideas today and he's like, this is what I want to do. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it this yeah. week. He's like, I'll figure this stuff out. I said, tell me what you need and I'll get whatever I can get there. We'll get that done. Well, um, and then the dream work. Absolutely. And then, uh, coming this Christmas, I, it's funny. I actually just sent off one of the, uh, one of the mixes, but I have a Christmas album coming out with Christmas no covers. <laughs> so no, just we're having fun. Them. We're listing them, all of, all of them at the bottom. So we're definitely listening to Perfect. them. <laughs> Perfect then. So that's going to come out, uh, I think, the first or second week of December. Um, anyway, just, I'm just trying to have fun. Like people keep asking me questions like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to play in the NFL? And mm -hmm. I'm like, yes. They're like, do you want to be an actor? I say, yes. They're like, mm -hmm. do you want to be a rock star? Like, do you want to be a musician? I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. Like, well, which one? I was like, I want to be all of them. And then they're like, well, you can't do and they say, you can't do it. And I go, well, you can't do it. Why can't I? Like, exactly. there's no reason why I can't unless I conform to what everyone, to society, societal norms. Like, you yeah. think like only, you know, it's, it's one ticket in the lottery. Well, I got three tickets in the lottery. So one's bound to hit. And especially if I keep working as hard as I do, you know, exactly. when it comes to all of the different things, but. Yep. I think it's, we should actually normalize, like, you know, finding ourselves, especially after college, it's okay, you know, to do many things at once and not really focus on one thing. Um, and that's just our human nature. I think we just want to create what's best for us and just find the right path. And it's great. I think you should do you and whatever you like, honestly. Um, but sounds like you've been doing amazing. Uh, like I'm pretty impressed, <laughs> but uh, one question I really want to ask, if you could go back in time before you actually went to United States of America, what is one thing you would change like before actually going uh, to college? Oof. Is there something you would like to know before that? Yeah. Um, I think like, uh, I think just understanding, and this, this is like not having like a stab at like American people, but, um, just really understanding that there is a lot of ignorance over here and people just really don't understand the outside world outside of America. They mm -hmm. don't know what's going on unless it's a massive, massive deal. Mm -hmm. They're not. And nor, and the other thing is, nor do they really care as much as you see all the time. Like they, they care about what's going on. Like if something happens and it's a pretty big deal anywhere in the world on the news in Australia, they'll play it they'll talk about like, this is happening in this country. So you stay aware of what's happening around the world in America. No, unless it is the biggest thing since sliced bread, you don't know about it. Mm -hmm. Like Americans knew about the bushfires in Australia. So did the rest of the world. Yes. yes. You know, like, and they were making a, such a big deal out of it. And I'm like, I appreciate that. But at the same time, there's so many other things that they have no idea about mm -hmm. the amount of times I get asked. Like when I first came over here, I was like, do you speak English as your first language? I go, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> no. My country was colonized <laughs> by the British the same way your country was. Yeah, yeah. We actually kind of started similarly. Like people came from England <laughs> for both of us, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and that's like, it's crazy. They don't know these things. I think it's crazy. They don't know these things. 
I totally understand you. First time I came to the United States, America, they thought I was Russian just because, you know, we're close to each other. But yeah. um, no, we're kind of not. I mean, we're close to each other, but we're like separate country. And, you know, yeah. that in Soviet Union times, yes, but that's a little, you know, that's a, a while ago. So uh, totally understand you. Been there, done that. <laughs> um, but to kind of wrap this whole thing up, um, so you're planning to stay, uh, say, in USA after you graduate, right? So, okay, yep. all of my fellow Americans uh, who are into theater, music, uh, football, give this man a work visa <laughs> or like yes, a green card, please. you know? I'll, uh, yeah, I listen to some of his uh, music, some of his bangers. Uh, one, one, one great one, I think, was The Batman. I really liked it. I even added it to my playlist. Uh, I love that yeah <laughs> it's it's a great one we're gonna list them all down and yep. uh so yeah i think uh, for today this is gonna be it we're really really happy to have you here so i hope you will fulfill your dreams and i wish you all the best and have a great season um so because i know it can be very tough especially if it's your last one not, not like in college i meant you know yeah yeah of course of course um so, and also help you have a lot of great uh, experiences when you will travel. So, uh, yeah, guys, the, stay tuned for the next episode.